Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and with me in the studio, I have Rogerson, who is a producer slash director. Well, hi, Roger. Hi, Shirley. Hi. So good to have you here. And you actually Taiwanese. Yes. But you spent some time in Singapore, right? That's right. So, um, and but you've been back from Singapore for how long now? For almost like five years. Five years. Okay. I used to work for Discovery Channel. Uh huh. And right now I'm a independent producer and director. So. We make a lot of uh, programs and online videos for like news outlets like Al Jazeera, the BBC, CNN, and of course Discovery Channel and National Geographic Channel. All right, great. All right. Well, before we go on, though, why don't we start off with you telling a story that has made an impact on you? Okay.、Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I was in my third year in college. I was born and bred in Taiwan, and English wasn't my My first language, Chinese, was, is my first language. But I am a huge fan of learning English, and I'm a huge fan of reading magazines like Time Magazine, Newsweek Magazine. And I think back then, that was the year of 2000. I saw an a post on CNN.com, and back then they wanted to recruit some like college writers across Asia Pacific. I, I wasn't sure whether my you know English writing ability was good enough, but At the end, I submitted like eight eight pieces to CNN.com Asia Bureau. There was I think it, that was in Hong Kong, and I didn't expect any feedback. Again, English wasn't my first language. I wasn't sure. I wasn't confident. Two weeks later, they accepted every piece. Really? Yeah. All eight、and、of them. Yes, that was really you know a milestone for my career later on, and and that paid well. It's good money. It's good money. Back then, CN and CN dot com was really, really lucrative business. That's the story that has you know most impact on me. Wow! What did you write about those eight stories? Education, politics. You know, China Taiwan politics, gender issue, everything. I remember there's one piece about the entertainment business in Taiwan, the show business in Taiwan. I also wrote about one another about the variety show. Yeah, wow, so and I really, was, really liked it. Really, so this was like how many years ago? We're talking about two thousand, the year two、oh, thousand. So seven, almost seventeen years yeah, ago. Wow. So did they come back to you again for more stories? Yes, and actually、sure. they they wanted to do more. So they sort of like they hired me as like a freelance researcher and writer for their piece online.、Oh. And back then it was really, really good money for me. I was just a college student. I suppose you write better than you speaking yes, your English. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, that is amazing. How come you're so into politics? Or well, you said that you you kind of grew up, you know, reading magazines、yeah. like Time and Newsweek. Why why is that? Emilia, I think of like you know maybe your parents are into politics. Lots of people ask me about these questions, and I think is reading these foreign magazines or reading is really a window to the world for me. Because you know, grow up in Taiwan, I I haven't gone abroad for education. Reading Time, reading the Economist, reading the Newsweek, it's really like an opening a window for me to the, to see the world. That is good. You know, even now, I think the sad part is that news in Taiwan is still mostly local news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You really still don't hear that much of you know news 
abroad. Yeah. You know, I don't know why is why that is so. As it is, Taiwan wants so much to be globalized. Yeah. But yet it doesn't cover that much of、mm. you know foreign news. Well, anyway, that's a side point. Where did you go to school? College. I went to the Suchan University. And、yeah. what did you study? In English literature. Ah,、oh, really? So, yeah. You know that explains my interest in、uh, English. Really. And after that, I went to、uh, Taida for National Taiwan University. Yeah, yeah. National Taiwan University for the、uh, master degrees in journalism. Journalism. Wow. So you knew from a young age that you want to be a reporter. I didn't. I don't think I knew or not. But you know, it's just something in my DNA, in my blood. You know, <laughs> I wanted to go out. I wanted to go out and see things happening, and I wanted to document that. So, have you been around all of Taiwan? Have you been traveling a lot around all over Taiwan? Yeah, but I, I suppose you do because of what you do, right? Because yeah, of your I, job. You know, it, you know, you know, it's funny because you know I work with so many foreign producers, foreign media. So my understanding of Taiwan is actually from a foreign eyes. You know, from I know a, what you mean. Yeah, it's not like okay, I want to see my country. So I go to Kaohsiung, I go to Huarian, I go to Taichung. Sometimes I got assigned by the project, and they wanted me to see, you know, produce a, a piece on on Huarian and Taichung on the East Coast. So I, I had to wear different hats. Sometimes I wore the Taiwan hat. Sometimes I wore like American hat or French hat or or you know Arabic hat. So different hat. So I think that's the interesting part of what I'm doing. I, I totally agree with you. I think I learned about Taiwan, my home country,、mm-hmm. from all these foreign colleagues that I have here,、yeah. working here, or whatever, or people that I meet, or people that, that go on my show、mm-hmm. in the spotlight, right? And I learned about Taiwan through them. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel ashamed of that, you know. But now you make me feel better because you're another person just like me. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's it's yeah, it's it's funny that you know when I was with Discovery Channel, I joined Discovery Channel、uh, when I was twenty five, I think, for six years. We have this Taiwan portraits, Taiwan Ren Wuzi, the series. Yes. And essentially, we are telling Taiwan stories to the world. We internationalize Taiwanese stories and put them on the world map.、Uh-huh. So that was what we did, and I would say I'm still doing that. I'm doing that. I'm telling Taiwan stories to the world for the past ten years, and I'm still enjoying doing this. So you kind of applied to this job at Discovery, or I, they found you? It's through mutual friends. Okay. Yeah, I was working with a、uh, CNN anchor,、mm-hmm. and I think through like a recommendation, and they found me. CNN anchor from CNN. from the states or from, from here or from what? Asia. From, from Asia. Asia, right,、yeah. right. What was that experience like working for Discovery? I would say it's、uh, fundamentally important to me because he sort of like taught me how to tell a good story, not just for tell a good local story to local audience. How do you Globalize. How do we internationalize a local story to a wider audience? You get to choose what you wanted to do for discovery, or they tell you what they wanted, right? I think actually it's quite mutual. It's quite mutual. I think I always had the creative license. You can always put in your ideas. It's not like people tell you, okay, you do this, you do this. It's open discussion. It's good mutual communication. But what kind of programs were you doing for Discovery? We actually do a lot, like Fun Taiwan. I was part of the Fun Taiwan. Oh, you、uh, were okay. Yeah, and also lots of local programming on TLC.、Mm. So lifestyle, travel, food, you know, design, architecture, and for Discovery, we did lots of like you know, Shishan Tunnel and、uh, technology and science programs. 
Oh, those were not politically centered. No, no, no. Discovery is apolitical. <laughs> I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking that because you were so into politics and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. then how come? But of course, that was a smart move. I mean, yeah. you you need to. You can't just always be one track mind. You yeah. need to kind of expose yourself to different different fields. Yeah. So that must have been great experience for you. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic, fantastic, how fabulous. Many, how many years were you with them? Six. Why did you decide to leave? You want to go back to politics? <laughs> no, I I think first, if my wife had to move to KL, right? So I was thinking, you know, maybe you know Singapore was a good option because lots of international media was based there. But KL was Malaysia. KL in Malaysia, and then but you chose to be in Singapore. Yeah, because apparently KL wasn't was, ideal for me. Okay, there's not much I can do in KL. So Singapore is like one hour flight. So that's doable. Oh, I see. So that's when we became like weekend couple. Right after we got married, we had to leave for Singapore and KL. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. You were saying you grew up here in Taiwan.、Mm-hmm. You went to school here and everything.、Mm-hmm. What was the very first country you went to visit outside of Taiwan? Japan. Was it your honeymoon? No, no, no. I think Japan. <laughs> Japan. That was actually my first, yeah, foreign country to visit. That was back during my junior high school year. Okay. Because I was in a wind band, and it's a wind band. You were band. in a band. You know, in wind band. Wind band. Yeah, 管乐团 That was an exchange program between Taiwan and Japan. For how long? I think that was for two weeks. Oh, how nice! Okay, wow. You were also into music. I think I love music. Yeah, but、oh, okay. Yeah, and then. After that, I I'm a huge fan of jazz and hip hop, so that's why I also did a piece on Dwagi, the Taiwan the Taiwanese rapper. Oh 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 Dwagi! Oh yeah, Dwagi! Yes yes yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So、right. I did one piece on Dwagi for Discovery,、oh, another piece for Al Jazeera. Um, yeah, that's the way to get these singers and artists, you know,、yeah. seen by the rest of the world, right?、That's、yeah. Right. Oh, through people like you, <laughs> you guys are very important. Okay. So, what kind of wind instrument did you learn?、Trumpet. Did you used to play trumpet? Trumpet. Ah. Yeah, so I played、uh, trumpet and clarinet, but right now I don't really play it anymore. You don't have time, do you? Yeah,、oh. and dealing with、uh, two very naughty, noisy kids is <laughs> a bit crazy now. Right, Roger has two daughters now. Yes. And how old are they? Two and four. They're、yeah. still very small. Yeah. That's a handful. So very interesting. After discovery. You decided to start your own company. Yeah. So after discovery, I moved to Singapore and worked for another production company there for a few years, and then、uh, I got back to Taiwan when we have kids. Then I set up my small studio. So right now I'm producing lots of different like content and programs for different, I would say, channels or you know online media. When you say studio, you actually film in the studio of yours. Yes, actually, we are doing some like web series. So we have you know studio, and we do some like science web series. Science experiments, yeah, science right? Ex- in the studio, funny, funny experiments. Funny experiments. Funny experiments, and we it's like two minutes per video for Canadian、uh, media for the、okay. CBC science web series. Yeah, and this is a series, so it's an ongoing thing. Yes. 
and you say fun experiments. Yeah. yeah. So it's there's no danger. I hope. No, no, no. <sighs> you, no. I mean, you wouldn't want to do that. No, no and, but, animals and kids <laughs> were harmed in the web series. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good to to make that point. But you actually got some real scientists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Into your studio and doing yeah. these. I would love to be there to watch that. Yeah. That is yeah. so interesting. Yeah. What an idea! So they came up with that idea. They want to do some some sort of like web series. Okay. But I have no idea what I wanted to do, and I pitched the idea. Say, let's do some science web series and make it funny. But this is a Canadian media yes. company asking yes. you in Taiwan yes. for a series like this. Why? I think it it always depends on idea, right? It depends on if it's good. To watch, and it doesn't matter where it is being produced. So you're always, am I right? You're always pitching ideas. Yes, I'm always thinking. You know, in my shower, even before I fall asleep, I'm always thinking ideas. I constantly talk with my wife. Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think it's crazy enough, or is it boring? Yeah, but I, I think it's also. About my personality, you know, yes. because thinking idea is could be quite tiring to many people. If you're like, you know, uh, lying on the bed, ready for bedtime, yeah. but you have an idea, what do you do? I'll get up, open my laptop, write it down. Isn't there an easier way to do this? Because by the time I get up and write something on the laptop, yeah, I probably can't fall back to sleep now. For me, it's very easy to fall asleep again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. I thought that maybe we just take a recorder, you know, leave a, a recorder on the side, your smartphone, and just record or something. But anyway, yeah. because I have a uh, ideas and concepts folder on my, you know, laptop. Laptop. Sure. So I just open it. Especially, I will write down a date because date is very important. And, Why is you know, that? When when do you think of this idea? Yeah. And whom do you want to pitch? That is great. You really know how to entertain yourself or keep yourself entertained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, let's talk about just how you go about producing from idea. Yeah. On your laptop. Yeah. To the final project. Uh huh. What goes in between? Okay. What happens? So, if someone really likes this idea, I would, you know, talk to my writer or my development producer, and I would say, "Hey, you wanna, you know, join me for this project." So sorry. So you have a team of yeah. people. Yeah. And they are part of this company of yours. Yes. And some of them are freelancers. Right. But right. some of them are full time with us. Yeah. Yeah. So how many are full time with you? Right now we have、uh, seven people. Okay.、Yeah. That's not that's not bad.、Mm. How many writers do you have? I have two. Two. And yeah. Okay. And I also work with lots of freelance、sure. writers. Sure. Okay. So you pitch idea to the writer. Yeah. And. And sometimes when you talk to, to talk to your writers and colleagues,、uh, no, it's boring. You know, <laughs> when you talk to them, you thought it's this is an amazing idea, and next morning you talk to them, they say no, it's really really boring, Roger. Wow, that can be really discouraging. But let's find out how Roger Zhen copes with that next week. For in the spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. 